Welcome to the Break the Stigma podcast, where each episode, we focus on raising awareness and debunking the negative stigma behind mental health. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Hey, guys. I'm Angel. I'm Kiana. And this is the Break the Stigma podcast. Today, today, we're going to talk about Therapist and therapy exclamation point. Yay. I don't know why I like to like kick my leg up. Y'all yeah. listening cannot I'm see. Bussing wide open. <laughs> it's bussing. It's bussing. I, <laughs> I didn't actually know what that meant. It's bussing. Bussing means it tastes good. I didn't know that until <laughs> t- I was today years old that I knew Sheesh. what that meant. The first thing we're going to talk about is what we think makes a good versus bad therapist. Do you want to start off with your definition of a good versus bad therapist? Well, I've had a select few of like good therapists and mostly shitty. Um, but I think a good therapist is someone that validates you. And even though sometimes you don't get like what they're like the experience just saying like, you know, you're not crazy. Um, and so, like, I have some really bad therapists who, like, after I say something, something will look at me like I am the craziest, craziest person, person ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, even, like, with myself, harm, they're like, why are you doing that? I'm like, <laughs> did you tell me why? You're Bitch. a therapist! <laughs> and just stop. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, just, just don't be depressed. Yeah. Don't do that. Oh, and I've even had, like, one experience when, um, my therapist said that I didn't care about my mom. Because I was cutting and wanted to die and, like, feeling suicidal. And that, like, stuck with me for years. I would literally, literally smack that bitch. <laughs> I, was, I was 14. <laughs> I would have been 14 and smacking a bitch. <laughs> because <laughs> then they're going to send me to the mental hospital and be like, because uh, you smacked your therapist. <laughs> Lock her away forever. <clears throat> She's crazy. For me... I have had a total, a grand total of 14 therapists. Oh, okay. Shit. Um, I not so I've, I've had my share of yeah. good and bad. Well, I count like, you know, the ones in PHP and res and that kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, so I've had my fair share of good versus bad. I wish I could say it was like not half and half because I shouldn't have had that many bad therapists, but I have had with so many bad therapists. I know. It, it's, it's crazy that the majority of the yeah. therapists that we both had have just not been good. I had this one therapist that every single session, she would tell me about her Harry Potter collection. Okay. And I got nothing out of therapy. And I was with her for like a year because I'm the type of person where like, I'm scared to tell my therapist if it's not working out. Like oh, I yeah. can't be the one to be like, hey, this isn't working out and I want to request a new therapist. <laughs> I yeah. can't do that. So I was with like this company and she just talked to me about her Harry Potter collection, like, every session. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, uh-huh. How old were you? <laughs> I was, like, 16. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. And then I had another therapist um, that told my mom that she was a horrible mom. And uh, that was my very first therapist. And I had to stop seeing that therapist because it was just a lot. <laughs> and it just wasn't a good like it was my mom's first time like going into a session and she was like you're a horrible mom and that's so horrible like, yeah i don't even remember what was going on but that's what she said and then hmm, i had another therapist that completely invalidated me and told me i was lying about um certain traumas that i went through oh um, like the oh my god yeah she that's... told me i was lying 
That's horrible. Because, you know, I have a history of lying. And she was like, are you sure you're not lying about this to get attention? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like, I feel like there's some things that, like, people that lie a lot would lie about. But I think that, I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah. But my definition, I guess, of a good versus bad therapist, I think good would probably be, like, um, a therapist isn't afraid to call you out on your bullshit. Like, I don't want Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I don't want a therapist that's just, like, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And how do you feel about that? Oh I hate God, those therapists. I hate that that phrase should be, like, thrown out. Yeah. And um, how does that make you feel? Oh, my God. How does that make you feel? How does that, how does the statement, how does that make me feel? Make, make me feel. feel. <laughs> yeah. It makes me feel like I want to say Aggravated, yes. Yes, see? <laughs> and then, um, see, so yeah, that's my official, and a good therapist, like, validates you, but also calls you out on your bullshit. And then a bad therapist is someone that does exactly what I said, like, uh, just listens to you without actually providing therapy. Like, I, I mean, I guess talk therapy is, like, good for some people that just, like, want someone to sit there and listen to them. Mm-hmm. But, like, most people that go into therapy need their therapist to actually give them tools give them and tools and advice yeah. yeah um i there's a therapist um one of my favorite therapists ever um from one of the um like php treatments that i had to go to she, um she would always like give me like give me like both sides of the story and like never tell me which one or which like option to pick mm-hmm. but let me in, like infer like come to my own conclusions and I think that was like the best for me because I've learned a lot it's like Robert Frost the road the road not taken is that the poetry book sure I was gonna say Shel Silverstein but that's no it's Robert Frost the road not taken the road less traveled by something like that but two roads diverge in a yellow wood you've never read that in English class no um that my was, like, freshman, my favorite poetry book. My freshman and senior year, I was not in class, not in school. <laughs> oh. Because um, <laughs> you were too busy. Being depressed. In, yeah, <laughs> in and out of mental hospitals, eating disorder treatments, all that yeah. fun stuff. Yeah. Moral of the story, or the poem, I guess, is that the author took the road less traveled by, like, the option, like, so he was being a leader, not a follower, if that makes sense. That's what it reminded me of. I don't know how that correlated, but... Not at all, but my like, brain it was interesting. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we're going to have to show you the poetry book. Now Angel's going to give me a homework assignment. Yeah, I'm going to give her a homework assignment. I have to write an essay. It's like the last episode when we talked about um, how English teachers make you overanalyze everything. I want to make you overanalyze the poetry book. Oh, yeah. I'm like, why was the yellow, the path yellow or yeah, some shit? Yeah, why was it? <laughs> because the yellow brick road. Yeah. Like Wizard of Oz. Why do you think it was yellow? Because yellow means happy sure (laughs) and they were happy people i'm gonna insert my poem yellow here because it's a poem about happiness and it just reminded me of that (laughs) i'm excited for this this is this is a shock i'm probably gonna forget (laughs) um now what i want to talk about i think this is interesting i wanted to ask you mm-hmm. if you have any if there's any like quotes from your therapist that like just really stuck with you like really hit you in the in the heart region in the heart region region reason <laughs> um i think i said this i think last time about 
liking myself um, and choosing between like a good and a bad person. Um, my therapist from PHP, I normally, I've been to so many like therapies that they've, and I've had a lot of therapists. So I don't remember everything that they say to me. So like, let's go with the most recent thing yeah. that has stuck with me for the past week and a half. Um, about, <laughs> about, um, if like you have to choose between being good and bad person, I already know which one I'll, I'll choose because I'm always, um, looking to be like always feeling bad. Um, and that equates to me being a bad person. So instead of doing that, think of like being neutral, just a person. Yeah. Just a person. Yeah. So. And if you guys don't know what we're referring to, you can feel free to watch the, not the last episode, because I was with my mom, but episode two. Two, right? It was two. Yeah. First Step to Healing. That's what the episode was called. And uh, we talk more about that. Um, yes. Is that your favorite thing that a therapist has ever said to you? Because it, like, stuck with you the most? In recent memory. <laughs> In recent memory. I have a horrible memory. It's like, hi, I'm Dory. I have short-term memory loss. My members. <laughs> That's what she says. Sure. Short-term memory loss. I'm gonna get Hi, like. I'm Dory. <laughs> I'm gonna be canceled for this, but like Finding Nemo was not like it annoyed me after a while. You gotta watch Finding Dory. I have never seen Finding Dory because Finding Nemo annoyed me. Ow! I have been assaulted. Someone, <laughs> someone in podcast land called me. <laughs> podcast land? Is that where you just made a made-up world in your head? Yes, because that's and it's not. We're not in real life right now. Yeah. I'm like, you're not a real person. I'm going to tell your therapist who said that. And then she's going to say that it's oh, no. involving your self-hatred. She's going to send me to the mental hospital. <laughs> Fresh out the mental hospital. I still have my socks. They're pretty fucking comfy. There's, I have all of the socks. And I've been only 12. <laughs> you have all them. Did you collect every color? No. Like, they're, always, they're always freaking, like, Tan. Pokemon. Catch them all. But I do have like a really soft blue. Yeah, I have the blue ones. They're, they're like, I really want the green ones. They're really pretty. I have the green <laughs> ones. <laughs> Can I borrow that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is the, your favorite thing that your therapist has ever said? Um, so we're also going to go with current therapist because... Um, is this Danielle? Danielle, yes. My, I actually made a TikTok um, about all the favorite quotes that my therapist has said to me. I'm going to insert that here because I think that I, I don't, the TikTok explains it better than I can, even though it's literally just putting the quotes on the screen. Um, but I'm inserting the TikTok so you guys can all see. Um, and I did not see this TikTok yet. <laughs> she posts a lot and I don't go on TikTok that often. And for everyone that's listening on, uh, listening on streaming platforms and not watching on YouTube, I'll just say it, I guess. Um, my all time favorite quote from my therapist is um, whenever I showed her my tattoo for the first time, it says warrior. Um, and she, like whenever I would tell her that like I feel weak or like not strong or something, she told me that I'm a warrior, just like my tattoo says, and I can overcome any struggle that I'm going through. Aww. And that stuck with me ever since. So every time I feel like a moment of weakness, I just look at my tattoo and I'm like, yeah, you know, she's right. Yeah, warrior. You That's are. why I got the tattoo in the first place. I, yeah, and you've gone through a lot of stuff that warrant that title. Speaking of tattoos, actually, I wanted to ask you if, because you don't, you have you have tattoos, obviously. Yes. But do you think that that's like a valid coping mechanism, like to replace self harming, since tattoos are technically, like they hurt. Obviously, they don't feel great when yeah. they're. <laughs> do you only have the one? No, I have this one. I have this one. I oh, have... I forgot about that. 
Angel's struggling to pull down her pants. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that's not what I meant. Her pant leg. leg. I'm getting another one right here to cover up this ugly mole. Oh, moles. (laughs) Moles. Like in chemistry. That's the end of the sentence. Like in chemistry. (laughs) You didn't learn about moles in chemistry? No. I forgot what it meant. I just remember learning about it and I was like, oh, I have a mole. And they were like, no, not that kind of mole. So we're going to, so with that being said, we're going to take a short break. You're going to hear the cute advertisement that me and Kiana put together for you guys. Yay. Uh, Make sure you listen to it all the way through because that's how we get paid. Get Um, that money. That money. We're so rich right now. Thanks to you guys that listen to the advertisement. Um, Three cents richer. Yeah. Three cents richer than we already were. Yes. Uh-huh. And that's a lot. It goes to the fund of Kiana not going on a corner. <laughs> In a corner? On the corner. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> um, so, yeah, listen to the advertisement. And then when we come back, it's going to be funny stories from residential, mental hospitals, any funny stories that we can think of. And we're just going to reminisce together about fun times that we had. All right. We'll see you after the break. Hey guys, it's Angel and Kiana from Break the Stigma Podcast. And we're here to tell you how easy it is to start a podcast with Anchor. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, we are back. And we're back. (laughs) Hello. So over the break, uh, we actually didn't really talk about much. (laughs) We really did it. It was very short. It was a short break. The last We didn't talk about shit. I think that's why this episode's going so poorly, because we didn't talk about shit. I know. We did say it was a shit show. (laughs) Yes. There we go. Look at that. (laughs) It's like our good luck charm to talk about shit on the break (laughs) for like 10 minutes straight. Yeah, right? (laughs) Um, But anyway... So for the last half of the episode, we are going to talk about our favorite memories from residential slash mental hospitals. Because honestly, um, even though you're there at like the darkest points in your life, there's some shit that happens that really lightens it up. Lightens the mood, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So do you want to start? Sure. Um, I will go with the minors like sex scandal that happened. So I went to this place, um, and there's one house that, like, or one house that mostly adults stay in, some minors, but then there's a house specifically for minors, um, and I was 17, so not, but I lived in the adult house because I was about to be 18. Yes, but my birthday was fun, 18th (laughs) birthday, but anyway, so there was a sex scandal, and, um, people in the, the house, it was called the pink house, were like having sex in front of like their roommates um, who were minors. And these are like six, the I, the roommates were younger, but the girls that were involved were like 16 and 17. Oh. Um, and 15, one of them. So the 16 and 17 year olds were having sex in front of kids. Basically, yeah. The youngest you can be is 14. Oh. Um, but like some were like young 14, like, you know. Young 14, like fresh 14. Like middle school. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that happened, and I remember I was really close with, like, the younger 
people because I just see them, them I see myself in them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just remember this one girl, she came up to me crying hysterically because she was so uncomfortable and she didn't want to t get them in trouble, but she also didn't want to confront them. So I, yeah. <laughs> so like, we like told people because we told the, the, the authorities, aka, <laughs> AKA the counselors. <laughs> Because they were they were like babysitting adults and yeah. well and kids but adults, um, and there was this huge like meeting, three days before my birthday and there's like all the minors had to go to this meeting and I'm like yo in three days I'm gonna be 18 I don't need to be here yeah. but I was forced and um, what did they say you guys can't have sex here. basically <laughs> they're like um, just make sure you're keeping up with your boundaries. <laughs> um, People got kicked out. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, it was just super uncomfortable. And the crazy thing is, I've been to that place at that time, like maybe three other times. Uh, no, two other times. And that's not like the first time that there's like been sexual activity, but nothing that e extreme because there's like groups of girls, like just going at themselves. I guess they were, they were eating a lot or like oh. like recovering and yeah. got more got horny. <laughs> I don't know. That was just so weird. Food does have that effect on some people. Food makes me sleepy, but if you the know, food's really bussing. <laughs> Which I now know what that means. Yeah. Um, I thought it meant like busting out of something. No, bussing. <laughs> do it. Do it. Sheesh. Ah. <laughs> My elbow doesn't extend all the way sometimes. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh. Okay. Okay. How about you? Tell me a story. Okay. Yeah. So we're just gonna go back and forth yeah. until it's time. It's um, crazy. I feel like you'll have more stories from the one time you've been from the seven <laughs> times that I've been. Yeah, I had a lot. <laughs> um. So my my favorite favorite story from when I was in res is okay. So I was. It was the same thing. There was um. You know. There was like the miners. Uh, like little old kitties and then the itty bitty kitties. The itty bitty kitties. And the place that I was in with the other adults. Um and so where so the residential I went to was specifically for eating disorders. I don't know if was there specifically for eating disorders or was it just for mental health in general? No, it was specifically it was the first in eating disorders. Yeah. If you know you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so it was specifically for eating disorders and at the time I was there all the people there were the anorexic side of the eating disorders, right? And as we know, there's many different types of eating disorders, like binge eating disorder, orthorexia, anorexia, all those. Bulimia. Yeah. My fave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so literally I was there and there was like three other girls at the time and all of us were anorexic, okay? And then all of a sudden um, our therapist was like, oh, we're getting a new girl, right? And so all of us were here thinking that some skinny bitch was gonna, skinny bitch like us was gonna walk in um, and we were just gonna vibe, you know? But instead we heard, you know, some thumping up the stairs. Oh my God, this is so, <laughs> this is so bad, this is so bad. No, it sounds horrible, but when I tell you, like on the last episode when we talked about um, how scared we were to be on my 600 pound life, she was, let's just say very close to being on that show. Um, so it was like at a point where like she wasn't healthy. But anyway, moral of the story is that basically the place I went to was fairly new and they had only ever experienced patients that were anorexic, which meant that everything about the house was like for 
anorexia. Smaller people. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know the story. Why am I like, <laughs> you sounds, yeah. <laughs> so basically, the first night that this new girl was there. Bless you. <laughs> My mom just sneezed. The first night that this new girl was here, she broke the bed uh, because she was, you know. Um, and so the next day we had to cancel out all of our groups because the entire day was spent with these guys outside drilling this girl a new bed, uh, out of like heavy duty wood. Didn't she get kicked out or she, <clears throat> she didn't get, she, didn't get to, she literally left. She left like two days after we had to not have groups because they were drilling her together a new bed just for her to leave because she wasn't ready to recover. And I was like, girl, like, why, why'd you come here in the first place then? Um, and then yeah. this is the same girl that we had to, um, extend. So we had like a van that we used to go on our outings and stuff. And, um, it didn't have like steps. It just had like, you know, you step into the van, right, right. uh, but she was the reason that we had to put steps onto it because she was too big to hoist herself up into the van. Oh, so we had to make all of these accommodations for her just for her to leave in like two days. God. So yeah, that's that's one of my. I just remember being so mad that we had to cancel out all of our groups because. Wait, so what did you do instead of groups? Bed. We literally just sat in like the process room, because you couldn't have groups because all you heard was the drilling outside. So we just kind of like sat there and between like we processed between our meals and stuff like normal, but we were just kind of like sitting in the process room like not doing anything. I would sleep. Yeah, I wish I could sleep honestly, but the drilling. Oh, the drilling. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm like. I feel like that part of the story just keeps on going over my head. <laughs> no, it was so vivid in my mind, like just hearing it. And then I remember also the same girl. I have so many stories about this girl because she just pissed me For off. For the three days that she was there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Morgan, if you're watching this, you can vouch for us with this girl. Um, <laughs> by us, I mean the you. three other people oh, that were in yeah. the house. Um, but Katie. yeah, and Katie. <laughs> um, so there, she cried over uh, grapes. That was a very specific memory that I had. Uh, because Why? I don't know. It was like the least intimidating food that we ate that day. Because it was like a really hard food day. I'm going to give it that. Um, but we had grapes as like a side, you know, because you're supposed to have a fruit exchange. Mm -hmm. And she, literally she ate everything, but she cried at the grapes. And I was like, girl, like that's probably the easiest thing to eat out of all yeah. of us. I, um, when I when I go on binges, I feel like grapes would not even like be like my most upsetting thing. Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I guess maybe because she was so used to like eating unhealthy foods that like healthy food was like oh! <laughs> <laughs> that your jump scares. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, okay. So I my next story is at the same place, but over this past summer when I went during COVID time, which was fun. Not fun at all. It was very <laughs> annoying. Um, first of all, the place was like overcrowded, like for COVID. For yeah, for COVID. This place <clears throat> normally has like 50 people. So instead to like reduce it and to be safe, they had 40 people. Like that helped. <laughs> and like the dining room, like you were sitting like super close to these people without with super close to people without mastering dining times and it's not like now like where there's vaccines and stuff this yeah. is like june june like yeah that's it june last year yeah june of last year As well it's we may june this year <laughs> but anyway 
Um, there was a fire drill in the middle of the night. <laughs> was there a fire? No. Oh. Um, and so, like, the fire people came out and, like, they didn't want to, like, come inside because of COVID. So, they came and left and didn't go inside. So, middle of the night, mind you. So, the fire alarm's still going on and we don't know what's going on. So, we had to stay awake outside. It was June, so it wasn't hot. It wasn't cold, but, like, we're tired. Um, <laughs> then, um, so that happened. No, and then the fire, they called and the fire people went back out and they just turned off the alarm, left. Next night, goes off again, middle of the night. The fire people come out, they go inside and actually like check to see if something's going on. There was a water leak. And when they checked it, apparently they like, I don't know, pushed on the, the ceiling or something. Flood into the room <laughs> and like, like, like two rooms. It flooded. Which room though? Was it an important room? It was a patient's room and all their stuff oh. got wet. Oh. <laughs> or two, w- pa- two patients' rooms. I would have sued. They were mad. I would have sued. Um, <laughs> I would have been so pissed. She, and like she, but the one girl, she's been, she was there for like nine weeks at that point. So she was kind of like, okay, like, yeah, I'm over this shit. Yeah, nine weeks, that's a long time. So I think she got good with like the concept of like, this place sucks. Yeah. And Okay, so radical they, acceptance. Yeah, they, they got she got like radical acceptance down pat. But anyways, so that happened. Um and we have to wake up for vitals every day <clears throat> at four o'clock. Oh, ours was six. Nope. Four <laughs> o'clock. Um, so just know like those days were just filled with like over emotional people because they were tired and there's a lot of crying. And I am um not, I'm a nice person, but like I laugh a lot. Yeah. So I was just laughing at everyone. <laughs> I would have been too. Because it was just so like even like the littlest things and like all oh, the meals were hard and yeah they were hard for me too, but like people were just so upset because yeah. I didn't get sleep, and I was mad too, but like I was not like mad mad to yeah. the point of like. Hysterics. And also the point when you're like so overly tired that everything's hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get at that point. Too. I yeah I was super silly. Two nights in a row, this happened. <laughs> yeah. I I think the funny part to me is the first night when the, the they came, like, we saw the lights and everything, and then they left, and it was still going on. Yeah. The amount of doneness for me and my friends there. Doneness. Doneness. Is that a word? It will be. Okay. <laughs> the other house, the pink house where the, the adolescents were, they the, they didn't, they weren't affected by it. So they come in because um, they live, they like sleep there, but they don't stay, but they like stay in the normal house during the day. So they come back to like the normal house during the day, all fresh and like good. Refreshed. And I know. Sleep. <laughs> and I, at this point I was 20, so I didn't really talk to a lot of them. Yeah. But they're like, I was like, girls, you don't know what we have been through. <laughs> and they're like, yo, give me the tea. I'm like, Stop. save it <laughs> this is the point that time that was the time when um there was three black people and um they could not tell us apart even though we look vastly different <laughs> the racism is real i know <laughs> oh i have another story from php but this is okay that has nothing to do with anything well it will be okay my turn though um so my next story uh so again i was in a place for eating disorders which means that if you don't eat everything on your plate uh <laughs> you are it is a behavior and you are being 
whatever. Sometimes, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sometimes it is, but sometimes either the shit's gross or you're full. Yeah. But, or you, you know. just genuinely don't like the food. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I said the shit's gross. <laughs> the shit's gross. Um, <laughs> so uh, there was a point when we were eating, like, we had, like, a side salad or whatever. And I so sometimes, like, if they gave you, like, cups of, like, marinara sauce or, like, sauce in general or dressing, like, it was optional to put it on your meal. So I thought when they gave us ranch for the salad that it was, like, optional, like, the other times. But I was in a, for a rude awakening when <laughs> <laughs> the, our uh, dietitian came around and was like, uh, you didn't finish your whole meal. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Yes, I did. Because I did not want to drink that gross-ass supplement. And wait, was it Booster and Sure? It was Boost. Oh, yeah. They had Boost. Disgusting. Um, I could drink Insure's until I'm full. I love Insure. But Boost, no. Um, I wouldn't say I love it, but I can tolerate it. Yeah. So I would do anything to not have to drink the uh, supplement. So she told me that if I didn't want a supplement, I had to drink the cup of ranch that they provided. So what did I do? I drank the ranch. Mm-hmm. Felt like I had to vomit because you don't drink ranch. No. And uh, yeah, so that was that was fun. Not fun, but I I wasn't the only person that had to drink the ranch though, so I felt better about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some like commonality like i can't think of camaraderie that's the word yeah. i was thinking like yay i'm not the only one we both have to drink we both have to go through this bullshit together yeah your turn i've had i have a story similar that where i had to drink dressing but i don't that's not the worst i think i the worst was when i had to, i don't like tomatoes at all and um meal planning that that week either i forgot to check off the um tomatoes or um or check off no tomatoes or it was like my first week and like I didn't get a chance to meal plan. Either way, there were tomatoes on my plate. Yeah. Um, and again, I it was disgusting. Didn't want to drink it for freaking tomatoes. Yeah. So I had two cherry tomatoes on my um on my plate. Can you guess what I did with this? Did you probably hide them? No. I swallowed them whole like a pill. Or no. Oh my God. I swallowed one whole like a pill and it got stuck. But then I had to keep. Did you choke? No, I like kept on forcing it down my throat, drinking a lot, a lot of water to get it down. And everyone is looking at me and laughing hysterically, like Kiana, why'd you just do that? That's not smart. (laughs) Well, you know, they probably thought you didn't know how to eat a tomato. No, no, they just knew that I'm stupid. (laughs) I do dumb shit. Yeah. So yeah, that hurt. So this. So, but I didn't have to drink that in shirt. You just swallowed the tomato. Yeah, I swallowed and the probably fr- fucked up your esophagus. My throat was hurting the rest of the- no, I think the couple days after just hurting because I like expanded it so much to fit the tomato. But then I swallowed I cut the other one the other tomato in Why half. Why did you just do that the first time? Because Angel, I didn't think about it's that. A whole fucking cherry. That's like this big. It's literally the size of like double not double the size of a grape, but it's like Yeah. It, yeah, basically double the size of a grape. I but I, I yep. Interesting. <laughs> I, I got pulled into my dietitian's office like the next day or something. I'm like Kiana, you you can't do that. They thought like it was a behavior or something. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just didn't want to chew that. I just shit. didn't want to taste it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So I feel like I, that should be like one of those. Like I should make like a TikTok thing of like things I got in trouble for eating this program. Yeah, because that's the stupidest one. Yeah, 
on the thing. Um, my next funny story is um, way out. Oh, time. we're way over. We're but, way over. It's okay. We have yeah. a lot of editing to do. Yeah. Uh, this will be the wait. Okay, so you want to go into mental hospitals now? Okay. Okay. So my favorite story from the <laughs> mental hospital. <laughs> Was, so there was this guy in the mental hospital that I went to. I don't, I don't like saying mental hospital because it's psych ward? <laughs> psych uh, ward, yeah. When I went there, uh, there was this guy and he was very, very much schizophrenic. And he thought that his mom was a witch, right? Uh, and he was convinced that his mom put a spell on his foot. And that was why he had a huge mole on his foot. And apparently I looked like his mom because every single night he would walk into my bedroom what? and go, you're a witch, mom. <laughs> point right at me and he only had one eye <laughs> one of his eyes was like a glass one so like one eye would be looking at me and the other one would be like <laughs> like that it was the scariest shit in the middle of the night he would walk in my room and be like you're a witch mom with like a <laughs> i can't do it but there was this one guy that was also in there and he would like do he would do exactly like make his eye go like that way and it would look exactly like him and it was the funniest thing uh but and then the same time that i was there uh two guys fought over who was gonna marry me and uh it was settled over a game of uno so that was interesting i was very flattered that that was <laughs> yeah i guess and like those high stress times of suicidalness <laughs> which is not a word but it's a word today yeah um i guess people fighting over who's gonna marry you over a game of uno yeah exactly yeah. that's like <laughs> that's just problem solving skills a1 <laughs> yeah you know you're basically healed by that. Yeah. What's your favorite psych ward story? Okay, so I guess... Oh, excuse me. That was sexy. Yeah, that was glorious. <laughs> but um, it was just, like, stuck. My... Move it. Wiggle your hand on the mouse. Or your foot. You're gonna... Might accidentally stop it. Don't do... Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> My favorite mental hospital psych ward loony bin memory... <laughs> loony bin. Is... I was gonna go with the one with this old man that like peed everywhere, but no, I just remembered as you were talking, this guy, um, he only spoke Spanish and he was not, like there was something going on. Like, I don't know if it was schizophrenia, it was something yeah. that made him like just that shit, Looney Tunes, like going, like yelling up, like and pushing people and starting fights. So <laughs> this one time, um, <laughs> This guy, um, this, um, he was there for depression, but he also had like some really bad anger issues. Yeah. Um, the the Hispanic man walked up to this guy. He was the guy. He was minding his business. He was chill, and just started like yelling at him and telling him to get up out of the chair, <laughs> like, oh. like in whatever language. But he was like doing like arm signals. Um, this guy got debt. Did he have to get booty juiced? He, well, the guy didn't, because after he punched him, he sat back down and relaxed. <laughs> oh. Um, but um, the, the the Hispanic man, he got booty juice twice while I was there, but then I left, so there's probably been more times. For those of you that uh, are not familiar, uh, first of all, I'm jealous of you if you're not familiar with I what know. booty juicing is. Uh, it's I when they, that when I was 14. It's when they tank, take tranquilizer and stick it in your butthole. Yeah, I guess And you like, fall asleep. The, but, like, it took that guy a while. Like, I don't know, like... To, like, calm down? Calm down. Like, wow. it normally, I've seen it happen to other people, and it's happened, like, quickly. Mm -hmm. 
this guy took like five minutes for him to like relax, relax. Oh wow! And then fall asleep. He fall asleep or just calm down? Well, they took him out into like like the quiet room. You can't really see. Yeah, exactly. So I'm ass- but he was quiet. Yeah, so he I'm was quiet. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it was my last couple days, and I was committed, so it's not like I could sign myself out. My roommate uh, slept for eighteen hours because she was booty juiced, and I mean, it was. I think I didn't have a roommate because she was just booty juiced all the time and sleeping. I I love like. <laughs> it, this is bad. This one I love, like, like witnessing people getting booty juice. It's the funniest thing to just watch them slowly, like, because it's like you know, it's the, you're, you're you don't have your phone, you don't have access to the outside world. You're stuck with these people for twenty four seven entertainment. Yeah. So, um, anyone who's been in a mental hospital and have seen it, best thing ever. It is. First time, well, I was super young the first time I saw, I was 14 when the first time I saw someone get booty juice, and that was scary. But after that, very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess with that being said, since we're already over time, uh, we will... Uh, action. Cut. Cut. We will cut it off there. And um, thank <laughs> you guys so much for tuning in. Any yes. Any final thoughts? Um, stay safe. Protect your booties. <laughs> Protect your booties. Don't go to the mental hospital. Yeah, unless you really need to. Yeah. You know, um, don't be afraid to reach out to help. The suicide prevention lifeline is 1 800. <laughs> I thought you knew that. So I was like, damn. 1 800 273 I think that's what 1 800 talk. That's what it is. Um, so, yeah, if you are feeling any type of suicidality, please reach out to that number and call or check yourself into the hospital. And, uh, yeah. Um, yes. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in to Yay! another episode of Breaking Breaking the Podcast. Podcast.